Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text expect good things to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. Oops, I did it again. I made you believe that we were going to get all that information in one episode. Still on my Britney kick, uh, but last week we talked about toxic people, how to remove yourself from them. So if you have not checked out episode 41, listen to that first. So today we're going to continue our journey from removing ourselves from toxic people and actually healing ourselves from these toxic people. So just to recap, in episode 41, we reviewed on uh, ways to identify a toxic person based on two things, how you feel and their actions. And we went over seven ways to remove yourself from that toxic person. And those things were, one, realize that it's not your job to save them. Two, address it directly. Three, rise above. Four, stay aware of your emotions. Five, set boundaries. Six, don't let anyone limit your joy. And seven, allow it to be done. And trust me, I know it's a lot easier said than done. So if you spent the last week kind of um, being aware of your how you feel and then just kind of looking around at people's behavior, um, it's like, oh, my gosh, now, like, what do I do? Like, it's going to take some time and that's fine. Uh, it's not like you have to, to do all this like immediately all at once. Um, trust yourself. You know, once again, check in with yourself and say, hey, um, what do I feel like is the right way to go? What person should I um, address first and and why, you know, and and take some time, right? And over time, you start to practice it. I know it kind of sounds weird, but once you can easily identify that somebody is toxic, right, we have these behaviors that we can be on the lookout for from the beginning, you can actually apply these tactics sooner and sooner and eventually avoid toxic people altogether, right? So today we're going to learn a little bit more about yourself, and identify some habits that you might have that uh, continuously enable uh, enable you to allow toxic people into your life. And of course, we're going to go over some ways to prevent that in the future, right? Because who doesn't um, want to get out of this loop? <laughs> and the biggest part of this episode is going to be focusing on healing from toxic people, right? I'm going to talk about, um, I'm actually going to be taking some items from my 90 day coaching program and I'm going to actually be giving it to y'all so you can start applying it into your life right now. So some free advice right here. And once you become aware of these enabling habits that you have, you can begin to choose to develop counter habits instead. So you don't keep allowing toxic people in your life. And I just want you to, um, maybe you run that back uh, 15 seconds on this podcast because it's so powerful. Removing toxic people has everything to do with you, not the other person. You are 1000% in control, right? You begin to choose to develop counter habits. So you don't allow toxic people into your life. This is about you. And once you can heal yourself from previous toxic relationships, you can actually begin to attract healthy relationships in your life. Sounds pretty good, right? So let's dive right in. How did we get here? How do we keep attracting all of these negative and toxic people into our lives? 
And here's a few reasons. And um, maybe just jot some of these down and even mentally, uh, you could actually possess qualities that make you an easy target to prey on. And these qualities include you are compassionate. You like to help people. You like to see the good in others. You are loyal, non-confrontational, empathetic, and you are a good listener. And these are great qualities, amazing qualities, but they make you an easy target if somebody wants to manipulate you, which is a huge trait of toxic people. And I'm not saying stop treating people with compassion and kindness and with an open mind, but I am telling you to guard your heart. Don't give anyone free access to you. Again, uh, go back to the seven steps and remove or even prevent toxic people from getting to you. You got to know your worth. People have to earn your time. They have to earn your trust, earn your loyalty, and earn your listening ear. Don't be giving that shit away for free just to anybody, right? Trust me, this is something that I have learned the hard way multiple times. And we're going to get to that later. (laughs) Um, Actually, it kind of loops into the next one too. But um, you might be attracting toxic people because you are repeating old patterns. And I'll say this once, I'll say it a million times. Until you learn the lesson, you will continue to live it over and over again. A toxic relationship from four years ago, the one that sucked and took a year to get over and recover from. Yeah, that one. Did you learn anything from it? If so, did you apply what you learned? If you didn't, you might be opening yourself up to living the same lesson again. You have to locate the pattern and find the common denominator. Look back at your previous or current toxic relationships. Do they have anything in common? And this uh, this can be with the people or with yourself, right? The people can be extremely different. Uh, even their relationship can be very different. Uh, one could be an ex-spouse and the other one could be your boss. But what is the common denominator, right? Is it a certain behavior? Is, is it a certain uh, way that you feel? And I found this article on uh, Power of Positivity where Lakeisha Ethans writes, and I'm going to quote her directly because it's, it's so amazing. Think about all of the people who turned out to be toxic in your life. What were their key personality traits, either good or bad? If you seem to have a type, what type was that? Remember, uh, these linking factors might not be as obvious as they seem. Person A may have been a very affectionate person, while person B was standoffish, which makes them seem very different. But perhaps they were both overly critical, and maybe they both tried to monopolize your time, or they both could have taken things personally very quickly and easy. So once you uh, figure out this first pattern, think back to your familial familial situation or the circumstances of your upbringing. Because like like many other things, this is deep rooted in our childhoods. <laughs> um, whether these, you know, it's romantically, platonically, even professionally, you take note of what seems to trigger your interest in these certain people. What is building on the attachment patterns that you have? What do you see in people that that triggers that familiarity? That's always a hard word for me to say, but you're going to identify these triggers and these patterns so you can learn the lesson so you don't have to repeat it over and over. 
right? So uh, awareness is going to be key in preventing toxic people from accessing you in the future. So practice those seven steps, but really sit with yourself and think about your patterns. So for me, I had three friendships that I, I thought were true friendships because I didn't take the time to sit with myself and actually realize what I wanted out of a friendship. Uh, and I gave them all such quick and easy access to me, my time, my help, um, everything. So that was a pattern of mine. And it's not to say that they never gave me anything in return. I'm not saying that. But all three of them latched on immediately and offered me the same thing. Collaboration. And this is something that I had to sit with and think about, right? This wasn't just like, oh, poof. It was like, I loved these people because we could build something together, right? It wasn't that. It didn't automatically come to me. I had to sit with myself and say, hey, I'm really sick and tired of ending up in the same situation. Uh, what, what's similar about all of these people, right? I love building things with people and, you know, it's exciting for me and my vision gets the best of me because I'm like, yes, 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 this is going to be amazing. And I paint this huge picture in my head that was based off of what I wanted versus what it was. And I ignored all the manipulation and I made excuses for them all to myself and to other people. And each time I did not listen to my friend's warnings, so it's like this rinse and repeat cycle here, right? And here we are in the same circle. And I'm like, hey, how did I end up here again? Right? Until you learn the lesson, you keep living it. So I will say uh, I did learn something each time, at least a little bit, uh, with each toxic relationship I cut off. It got quicker than the last. Um, but you know, honestly, by the last one, I was like, okay, okay, I have officially, I'm waving up the white flag here. Like I have learned the lesson. I don't want to do this anymore. So I know what to be on the lookout for. Right. Um, and that lesson was actually that I can trust myself and, um, to do big things. And I'm worthy to do big things that honestly, that's a podcast for another time. But, uh, you know, I identified the patterns and then you can, can move on from it rather than repeat it. And patterns are key, uh, but time is also a key factor as well. Give yourself time to be alone, right? Sometimes we jump in uh, to the next toxic relationship, even that we, we just jump from toxic relationship to toxic relationship because we haven't spent any time alone with ourselves uh, and actually process it because we fear being lonely. And we think any relationship is going to be better than being alone, Ooh, and being alone is different than being lonely. Enneagram sevens, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I know this is especially hard. So say this out loud. Being alone is different than being lonely. When you spend time with yourself, you can actually take a second to think about what types of relationships you want in your life. And if you have not identified these yet, how are you going to know what is for you Versus what is not for you. If you are not being intentional about, if you are not being intentional about who you allow into your life, you are going to accidentally attract the wrong person. Be intentional, not accidental. You are too precious. It's scary to take time for yourself, right? We want to fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it. But as my best friend Jose says, uh, you have to create the void. Create a void. Create the space to think. Don't just fill it with the next best thing that shows up at your door, especially if you have not identified what you want the best thing to be. 
right? This might not be for you. And sure, they serve as a great temporary distraction, and they might even make you feel really good at first, which most toxic people do. Uh, But you got to create the void, the space to actually think about what you want. And I'll say this as a recovering extroverted overcommitter, silence isn't so scary after all. It's kind of nice once you get into it to pause long enough to say with certainty, no, that is not for me. And then with more growth, more time dedicated to yourself, you can say, I know what's coming for me is, is actually for me. And it's going to come soon. And I'm going to hold out for that. And that feeling is amazing. And, you know, you think about all these, you know, if you got FOMO here and you're like, I don't want to miss out on anything. I don't want to spend um, time by myself. Think about all the amazing relationships uh, and things and people that you're, you're missing out on just because you're afraid of confrontation or you're unsure on how to set boundaries or you don't want to sit with yourself long enough to think about what you actually want. Right? Think about all those things that you're missing out on. Uh, all these relationships that would actually, you know, they're going to be so amazing for you. And this actually kind of allows you to uh, heal from previous experiences with toxic people as well, like sitting with yourself. So let's talk about that. How do we heal from toxic people, these toxic relationships. Spending time with yourself is huge. And yes, while you spend time to focus on yourself, I want you to to feel your emotions. Don't stuff them down. You might experience sadness, right? But it's not just sadness. And I'm going to run through um, a list of these sneaky emotions that we, we can realize that we're feeling, but you only do that if you sit down and actually think about it. So um, the most common one I think is, is sadness, right? Some of these toxic relationships go on for years. And even if, if it was a short relationship, it could have been very meaningful. Don't just shrug that off. You got to process it. You are allowed to grieve a relationship even if the person ended up being shitty. You had memories together and you envisioned a future together. And sometimes you even end up grieving what could have been, right? You, you feel it all. Spend time on it. Write it out. Talk it out with that positive and supportive person in your life. And if you don't grieve it, you won't find closure, right? And when it comes to closure, um, just a little PSA here, don't expect to get closure from the other person. Sometimes it happens and that's great, but very rarely do toxic people apologize Uh, or even realize that they are the problem. So you got to cut that communication off. Like we said last week, allow it to be over and move forward. And again, I know, easier said than done, which is why a uh, good support system is crucial. So um, when you cut off a toxic person, maybe you feel guilty. (sighs) And over time, your mind can begin to play tricks on you. Maybe it really wasn't that bad. They didn't really mean it that way. I wasn't perfect in the relationship either. Maybe I was too hard on them. Again, identify what is triggering these thoughts. Was it loneliness? Distaste for confrontation? 
or maybe you're new at confrontation and you haven't really mastered the art of it yet. But this is so key here. Don't let that don't let not being good at confrontation be confused with the negative relationship of the toxic person. It's not equal, right? Just because maybe you didn't master that confrontation or that um, final conversation the right way, or you could have sent a, a text back that was better or whatever. You could have handled the ending better. Don't justify the negative relationship with that person. It is not equal. Okay. Uh, you can totally uh, blunder setting boundaries or confronting someone and that's fine, but it's not a reason to go back to that person. Right. So I'm going to give you a little example here. If I own a bank and you come in and you're robbing my bank and I accidentally trip you on the way out as you're about to run out the door with all my money, I shouldn't feel guilty for that, for messing up your escape. It's not equal. So keep it separate. Just, you know, realize that you know yourself better than anybody. You spend the most time with yourself. And the more you do this and truly spend time with yourself, the more you will actually be able to, to trust yourself and trust your judgment. So well, let's go into that. Um, maybe when you leave a toxic relationship, you feel judgmental, which is actually really easy to do. Wow, that person is crazy. And sometimes we can actually even make it sound worse in our heads to validate our feelings, right? Um, or maybe we even make it sound worse to other people, right? Either way, um, you're judging them. Uh, that person really needs a reality check. Good luck finding other friends, drama queen. Whoa, who's the new chick? That's not going to last. How long have they even known each other for? And first of all, notice that this is likely a defense mechanism and indicates that you're hurt and that uh, this relationship, even though it was toxic, meant something to you. And I encourage you again to spend time alone with your thoughts, your real thoughts and process that hurt, right? Maybe your judgment is coming from sadness. And, uh, you know, this, this is really hard to do, but I, I, it's going to be kind of tough to hear too, but uh, I want to note that being judgmental is in fact a toxic trait in itself. You cannot heal from a toxic relationship while still harboring toxicity. And um, it's hard to do, but simply wishing the best for the other person is the best way you can heal. And it's going to um, feel a little inauthentic at first, but really, truly um, start small. If you can't fully say like, I wish you like love and light, you're going to be like, oh, I hope that person really has a good day today. Like you can start small, right? Because um, judge, judgment is, is really hard to overcome, but it's not impossible. It just starts with the direction, right? Start in the direction of really wishing the best for that person. And all of a sudden, um, you know, it looks like this. Uh, wow, that person is crazy. Turns into, you know, I really hope he figures it out. They need a reality check. Turns into... I really hope they learn their lesson so they don't keep repeating it. Good luck finding other friends, drama queen. Turns into, I hope you find someone who can help you heal. It's not going to be me, but I hope you find that person. And wow, who's that new chick? Uh, that's not going to last. That turns into, I really wish the best for you, whether it be with this person or the next person. 
and you become the master of the art of allowing, allowing that person to have their own experience, even if they continue to think or speak negatively about you. Again, going back to last week, that's none of your business. Allow it to be done. That is part of their experience. And if you are removing yourself from their experience, then remove everything about yourself from their experience, including your thoughts about it. It doesn't have to be a part of your experience. Allow yourself to move on. Allowing yourself uh, to appreciate that season is, is clutch, right? Maybe they had some type of meaning. Maybe you learned something from that person. Just because you got something uh, from that person doesn't mean it was meant to be forever. It was sometimes relationships are meant to be seasonal. And you can learn to appreciate what you learn from it. Take it at face value. It is what it is. It was designed there for a reason. And you just let it go. And allowing yourself to discover yourself so you can open yourself up to um, attracting who is for you. And that's how you heal. You grieve the relationship. You free yourself of guilt. And you release the judgment. And the final step in healing from toxic people is yeah. forgiveness. Finding forgiveness. Release the resentment. At the end of the day, forgiveness is something for you to do for you. Whether uh, you're forgiving somebody else or yourself even, right? Let's talk about forgiving yourself. Have you forgiven yourself to falling prey to toxic relationships, to allowing that person into your energy, to repeating this, um, this habit of, of toxic people, right? Maybe you're harboring resentment and judgment and that's where we start, right? That's Maybe you're even judging yourself. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this again, right? That's judging yourself. You got to forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is key. Uh, it's, it's a key step in, in reducing negative interactions with other people. Remember, like attracts like. If you forgive yourself first and act out of a love for yourself, then you can extend that to others. And I know it sounds like really backwards, like that person was toxic and I have to forgive myself. Yes, because like I said, this is about you and it always will be. So try it, right? Uh, you treat yourself with, with love. Forgive yourself. Hey, I forgive myself for um, falling prey to this again. And I'm not going to harbor resentment for myself. Man, I should have known better. Nope. You know better now. Let's move forward, right? If you... Um, do this with yourself, you can then do it with other people, right? Everything starts with you. You can't do anything for other people that you're not doing for yourself. And that's why it is not selfish to focus on yourself, right? You will attract this from others as well, right? If you are harboring resentment and unforgiveness uh, for others in certain situations, you look introspectively. Where do you need to forgive yourself first? And once you learn to forgive yourself, then you can learn to forgive others. So if you have a hard time forgiving other people, you might have a problem forgiving yourself. And it has to be in that order. What you, uh, what are you holding on to? What are you not allowing? There's that word again. Uh, what are you not allowing yourself to give yourself grace for? What are you not letting go of in yourself? And are you willing to forgive it? And when it comes to forgiving others, whoo, that can be difficult too. But forgiving other people is still forgiving uh, for you. Right? It does not excuse or justify the other person's behavior. 
It frees you from the negative emotions that are locked up inside. And sometimes we can hold on to these for a very, very, very long time. And uh, just to note, forgiving people does not mean that you take them back. You reestablish a relationship or, or forget about their toxicity. No, forgiveness means you uh, free yourself internally so you can move forward with your life without them in your life physically or taking up that emotional and mental real estate, which is expensive. So holding on to anger and resentment for others actually limits your full potential and it actually blocks the universe from delivering your best life ever because you are holding on. You have such a tight grip, a strong hold on anger and resentment, whether it be for yourself or other people. And your hands look closed because I'm holding on to this um, terrible resentment and I can't get rid of it. This person slighted me or I shouldn't have done this again. Ah, And it actually like tells the universe like, nope, I'm good. Can't really handle any amazing blessings. My hands are kind of full over here. So you have to let go to receive. Let go of the past. Receive something even better. And we'll wrap up with this, you know, take time to uh, really sit with yourself to figure out, hey, what does something better even look like? Hmm. Don't grasp at the first thing that comes your way just because you are afraid of being lonely. Really figure out what you want, right? How do we get the life we want? Well, we think about what we want. So if you are just trying to... uh, manifest this this amazing life but you haven't actually sat down to actually think about what it looks like how are you going to know what to to learn how to expect what to set expectations for where to set boundaries where to to go you got to be intentional about what you want otherwise you accidentally end up with what you don't want and nobody wants toxic people. I am so sick of saying, oops, I did it again. I let that toxic person in my life again. So um, I hope this helps. This just about wraps up our two-part mini series on how to remove toxic people and how to heal from them. And it all starts with, you guessed it, you. I believe that you can create your life and I do believe that you can create your fate. So to connect with more thoughts and inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your If you loved this episode so much, please subscribe, send it to somebody who might be dealing with somebody who is toxic, uh, write a review that would help so, so, so much. And that's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things. Always. And they will happen. Thanks for joining me and I will talk to you soon.